Yeah, I'm ready. You good? Yep. Welcome to the Chocolate and Vanilla Podcast. It's great to have you guys today. I'm one of your hosts, Hugh Breland, and our other host, Alicia Watson, affectionately known as Chocolate, is with us as well. We're going to disrupt your day in a good way as we talk about uh, authentic conversations about what matters. Um, But maybe before we go into that today, Chocolate, yeah, uh, I thought we'd mix it up. um, And uh, I got a little something I want to get off of my chest. All right. All right. So I thought we might do a segment just called something I want to get off my chest. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's do, you, do, it. do you think you have something you oh, like man. to get off I, of your I chest? I mean, I got a list of things that I want to get off my chest. Okay, but, well. I mean, you know, I'll narrow it down for here. You okay, know. well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear what you want to get off of your chest. Yes. Uh, I'll start, though, uh, because I recently, um, and I might get in trouble for this if the city of Dallas I mean, hey, listening. you know, hey. But um, and I don't know how many of you live in cities where you have these parking meters and it's like you uh, <laughs> you 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 uh, pay with the park uh, what Park Mobile or yeah something, app. yeah so so I'm paying with the app I got you know hour and forty minutes left I didn't stay as long as I thought yeah so now I walk up to my car and guess what. Yeah, your boy Vanilla has a ticket. What? So I got a ticket. You thought you weren't supposed to get a ticket? Oh, okay, that's another segment. (laughs) (laughs) I know I wasn't supposed to get a ticket. Oh, oh, I see your little white privilege. I see your white privilege and I raise you. All right. I got a ticket, (laughs) bottom line. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go there. <laughs> Next segment. Oh, yeah, we, we will talk about that. Uh, so I get a ticket. And the, the, the thing I want to get out of my chest is that the ticket, you know, I guess costs, uh, I don't know, 35 bucks or something like that. Yeah. Which, uh, when you're balling on a budget and it's really tight, 35 bucks is a lot of money. A lot of money. But, uh, which I don't want to pay. Right. However, um, I definitely don't want to pay when I've already paid Park Mobile app. I don't know who gets that money. Right. I've already paid them, and I've got photo evidence from the Park Mobile. You know, you can take pictures of of screenshots of where it is. I got an hour and forty two minutes right. left that I right. paid for. <laughs> so now I've paid for that. You counted it well, out. Well, guess what? I gotta pay in time and effort and all kinds of things. Like if I go and appear, right? If I go and appear in court, who is paying for my gas? Mm, I am. Right. Who is paying for the for the time that I can't be at work? Right. I am. Who is paying if I can't pick up my daughter from babysitter? Right. I am. Like who is paying the babysitter? Right. Because I got to take extra time. Right. I am. Like right. all of these things I get to pay for because right. I got a ticket that I wasn't supposed to get. <laughs> so what you do? What happened? Well, uh, that that's another segment. Okay, that's there's, a, there's segment. a lot All of right. cussing involved. All right. But I will say this: um, it's it's costing me so much that 
I don't know about you, Chocolate, but it's almost like I just want to pay the $35. And just pay, you know what, just pay the $35 and be done with it. Like, but man, Maybe let me I'll tell you, you what pay. I want to get Maybe out of Maybe I'll let you pay. No, I don't know about oh, that one. Oh, all of a sudden the changes. You want to start some side hustles. Okay, anyways. You want to start some side hustles. There you go. That's what I wanted to get off of my chest. What you oh, got? man. I love it. I love the I, – I don't have parking meter issues because, you know, I ride with people that are balling out of control that can afford to pay for the parking meters and those kind of <laughs> things. So those are the kind of people that I ride with. But anyway, on that note, one of the <sighs> things that I think about that I want to get off my chest, man, I want to get off my chest people that say they want to learn that know how to read and don't read. Like, that's a big old problem to me. You know, I had somebody that asked me, Chocolate, how do you know the things that you know? And you know, I told them, it's called read. <laughs> I do a very good job of it. Yeah. And so they said to me, they were like, you know, I be wanting to learn all these things, and I just don't have time, and I don't know this, and I don't know that. So I said, well, do you know how to read? And then they said, yeah, but, you know, I just don't have time to stand the other. And I'm like, so why are we talking? Okay, anyway, there's that. Because okay. I think, that, I mean, like, that bothers me. So I really want to get out that get that off my chest. Okay. But people who know how to read, I'm only talking to people who know how to read. Okay. Because I want to be sensitive to those who don't know how to read. Yep. Right? Because my parents, my, my mom nor my dad know how to read. Okay. So this is me being authentic and transparent right here. But I was fortunate that I know how to read the dictionary backwards and forwards. And so I'm, when I'm when I'm speaking, I'm speaking in terms of these people that know these things. But that bothers me when you tell me that you want to learn something and you don't pick up a book and read it. It's right there. I people mean, perish for lack of knowledge. Uh, and there's that. There it is. Well, I thought, I mean, I thought that was one of the best segments we've ever done. Um, and somebody needs to pay my parking ticket. Anybody that wants to, just hit me up at Hugh Breland at on Hugh Instagram. Uh, so here we go. We're going to dive in. Why diversity? Why diversity matters? And um, so, Chaga, I'm going to hit you up. The most segregated time of the week in our nation is Sunday morning during church services. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I think it's uh, it's also interesting that um, that this this Jesus guy uh, his example and how people should pray was mm -hmm. uh, your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. So he says this as it is in heaven, and um, heaven strikes me as a very integrated place really that's a place a, uh described as people of every nation of every tongue of every tribe um yet the picture that is painted across the world is uh segregated yeah um so i think i think it's very interesting that um that a lot of probably people claim to love this Jesus guy or but yet this is what our world looks like right and uh so I don't know w what's your take on that well I mean I'm just gonna be real here I don't really want to talk about this Jesus guy that you're talking about I'm gonna skip on why diversity matters and to my own thought is um I think diversity matters because I think it gives you an opportunity to have a seat at the table when you would otherwise choose not to do that. Right. And so when I think about even in our own life as friends, you got this chocolate black girl sitting at the table with this vanilla white guy sitting at the table. 
And you know, when we when we started the conversation some time back about how we were gonna do a podcast together, I'm thinking in my mind, I ain't no way I'm about to sit at the table with this guy and do no podcast. What is he even really gonna talk about? But then I realized that once I let my guard down, you know, you really are a good guy, Hugh. Uh oh. Yeah, I, I did some research on you. I did a background uh-uh. check on you. Yeah. Um, and so when I think about that. That was one of the things that made me realize that diversity really does matter. And Uh it could be a really, really good thing. And so that's just a couple of my two cents. I'll chime back in later. Well, and I, I, the reason why I brought up the Jesus guy is I think a lot of people, um, a lot of people at least resonate with the idea of love. And that's what he was about. Now, let's take him out of the picture, like you said, and just go on the idea of loving people. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that if we are going to love people well, um, and if we're going to be great community members of community, Mm -hmm. um, that it's going to take diversity to, to get the outcomes that we want. Right. Um, Right. It's going to take partnering with people that don't look like us, that don't that didn't grow up the same way we did. Right. That don't have the same traditions as us. That don't have the same political views as right. us. Right. Sounds like you figured it out, you. Well, I didn't say I figured <laughs> anything out. <laughs> oh, you said. I mean, hey, you're doing better than some people that I know, though. So okay. you know. Well, I I just think um, we've got to cross some barriers, cross some lines, in order to and 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 so then um, everybody's got to be at the table bottom line and i think that if we're going to love for example if we are going to look at our community and say um we want to help the poor or we want to help the 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 kids that don't have um the opportunity they lack opportunities if we're going to pay attention to those two segments of people yeah yeah it it literally in many ways starts at diversity. Yeah. Because again, uh, black, white, brown, yellow, rich, poor, uh, urban, suburban, educated, uneducated, uh, love transcends all of those things. And I think we have to be intentional as individuals because as a, as a currently as a society, we are, I don't think we're winning here. Right. I mean, that was one of the reasons why I started with the example of the church. Um, of course, I'm a part of that that institution or whatever. Right. Um, uh, but I, one of the reasons I started there was because it it is an institution that is supposedly built on the idea of love, yet it is a segregated institution. Yeah. And you know it's a lot of people that don't want to go to the institution because they don't feel loved. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, that's probably another show. And if, so, so then to me, the big idea is that you have to be intentional in your life to include, to be a part of diversity and to work hard to bring people mm-hmm. of other races, other other economic status, other mm-hmm. um, culture to into your conversation at your table. And, and let me say this too, because I think this is important. 
um, and you can tell me. You can tell me if 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 you feel like this. I feel. I like, will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, um, specifically in our world, that a lot of uh, white men have in their minds mm-hmm. the idea of diversity is putting people of color in second and assistant positions. Right. I absolutely agree with that. And not many times as we go throughout that you'll probably hear me use the word I absolutely agree with that, but I absolutely agree with that. Um, I've been working since I was 15 years old, and I think about times that I've been passed over for things that I know that I was well qualified um, to do. And specifically, you know, I have a background in transportation, and I remember going to apply for this job and it was a warehouse full of men, and I know that I was qualified for the job, and they bring me in for the interview, and literally at the interview table tell me that they can't hire me because the warehouse was full of men, and they didn't think that I would be able to run it. And I'm like, so, but I'm qualified, but I'm really not. Right. So, um, but I could do the back, I can staple the papers and hole punch, though. Yeah, and I think, I, you know, while I called out, you know, kind of my own, yeah like who i am yeah. whatever um i i i, I fu- uh, you know fundamentally believe that a lot of people are look at young people for example look at the next generation gen, gen z or gen whatever yeah. the next thing is and they go no i'm not going to put you in, in a in a position of power you can be my intern yeah you can be my assistant yeah yeah i agree but you you we will not give you a position that a, a decision-making position. Yeah. Um, and I will say that from my own experience, that was very frustrating growing up. Yeah. yeah. And if we don't, if we don't have people paying attention to diversity and saying, no, we need a young voice at the table. Right. Yeah. No, we need a, you know, so many. Okay. I sound like I'm bagging on the church. I'm a, I'm a pastor, so <laughs> I, I mean, one. yeah, we got to take that into account that you are a pastor. But so. I'm not, so don't worry. I got some words for you and your church. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, anyways, um, I I think that in the church industry, let's just call it that for a second, mm-hmm. that there have been many times where females have been told. You can you can have this position and this position, but you you can't hold you can't hold this position. Yeah, and yeah. you can work in children's because of course that's where you're, you're right. supposed to be. Right. Somehow. Yeah. Supposedly. <laughs> I yeah. Don't know. I don't know what that means, but anyway. So that all I'm saying is diversity of voice, diversity of perspective, diversity of thought is so important. Yet in so many spaces, including the church space, yeah. but quite frankly, I mean it's happening everywhere. Yeah, it really is. It does it? I mean, you talked about it. You weren't you weren't talking about a church space. You're talking about no. Um, uh, uh, what 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 space corporate is that? America? I would say. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I I think the idea here is that we can't just the answer to diversity is not just that. Oh, okay, yeah, we hired a we hired a person of color, right? Well, it even makes me think about you know what what does uh, what does diversity really mean to people? 
you know, diversity is not just color. No. Um, you hear the word diversity and you think diversity means color. Col- it's not just color. It's age. It's, you know, it's it's uh, foods. It's places. It's things. I mean, diversity is, it needs to be a word that needs to be unpacked um, outside of just color. Um, because you talk about this uh, this all-inclusive you know we're gonna be very we're gonna be very diverse, um, but what does that really look like? And what does that really mean to you? And I think that's the problem. Like a lot of people are really not talking about what does that really mean to live uh, in 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 authentic community, and what does it mean to have diversity in your life and really understand people's perspective. You know, one of the stories that I love to share is about um, one of my one of my very very good friends, black woman. Um, powerhouse and racism activist, and I'm, you know, that's not my area. I talk about generational poverty a lot because I live that. Um, but because we're black, you know, she was telling me uh, that she didn't really understand some of the things that I was talking about because she grew up in private school and she went here and she went there and X, Y, and Z. And so she said, "Chocolate, some of the stuff that you're talking about, I just don't understand it." Well, you know, in my mind, I just assumed that because she was black like me. Yeah. She's been through some of the same things, or she under at least understood the conversation. Yeah. Not been through, but at least understood some of the conversation. She didn't even understand the conversation. And so this is another black woman that I look up to that I love so much, but that has such of a unique background that is absolutely diverse from mine um, that, that I had never thought that I would do life with, but that we've grown so much together because we sit and we actually talk to each other. Yeah. And so, again, what does that really look like? And this happens to be a woman of color, but it's not. that's just not my – I don't look at the, the race, the nationality. I look at other things. I mean, and just just our relationship, you know, right now just sitting at the table. You know, we think about the, 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 uh, the, the level of music that we listen to. And, um, you know, we joked last time about how you like Lizzo and I'm a Lil Wayne girl, you know, and – you know, I love me some trap music, but yeah. I also love praise and worship. You wouldn't know that if you wouldn't, if you didn't talk to me, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So diversity is a big word, and it's, it's a word that people need to unpack. Yeah, and I think um, if we don't get intentional about, in, about the conversation and we don't get intentional about taking action around the conversation, right. then guess what? What we have is exactly what we have built yeah we have we have built segregated lives right and we don't want to call it that no no that's not that segregated is not a pretty word it isn't yeah so they just find another word to say it but it's like different different is the new word right well i mean and even the conversation around young people is is so interesting because the um of course for the last few years, it's been about millennials and how, I don't know, maybe people say they're entitled or blah, blah, blah. Right. I, I don't know what they're saying, but I will say this, that I don't know that you you deserve a seat at the table if you're not investing in a millennial. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, well, it's intimidating. People don't want to invest in millennials because it's intimidating. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they want to invest in anybody. No. Because that's what it takes i mean you can't just diversity takes work it does it does if you want a young voice at the table which my hope is that you would right you're you are going to need to 
develop that voice in, into that person just as much as you would need to develop into any person. Right, right. And But certainly, um, if you want to continue to get the results that we're getting in whatever that is, right? then, okay, keep doing it the same way. Yeah. That I, but in my mind, um, if... And, and certainly to chocolate, I, I mean, we live in areas that have you know, generational poverty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how do you, how do you begin to affect change in that space? Yeah. Like, like it can't just be a, if this, it can't be the same thing. Cause it's not working. It, right. Those things aren't working. Yeah. But, like I'm always reminded of this. Uh, yeah, I don't mean to cut you out, but no, I'm always reminded of what my grandmother used to always tell me, you know, you can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. Right. Some you, it, there's gonna come a point in time that you got to do something different if you want to see something different, um, and um, a part of wanting to see something different is taking bold steps. Um, and you know me, who you've been my friend for a long time. I, I'm willing to risk it all. I take very bold steps. Yeah. I mean, I've had people tell me that they're not talking to me no more because some of the steps that I take. But you know, hey, you know, do I go with the in crowd or do I be consistent in? Um, building what I want to build because I know what kind of woman I want to be reminded of, uh, yeah. remembered as. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah so. Well, and, it, and I love that you brought up legacy because I think, um, you know, I'm that I'm in that over forty crowd. Yeah. Right. And I ain't there yet, but I get you. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> um, you'll you'll feel it. Yeah, I feel that. Right. Right. I'm already feeling. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I think you know. Probably a lot of the audience that's my age or a little older is thinking, is at least I hope they're thinking like, what is the legacy we're going to leave? Yeah. From an individual standpoint and from a community standpoint. Yeah. And uh, currently, if you don't pay attention to diversity, then what is the legacy that you're leaving? You're leaving a legacy that. Nothing. Well, you're to me, you're leaving a legacy like okay, my my little girl Hallie James. Is my desire to leave Hallie James to show her the example that we basically eat with people that look like us and talk like us, and we do life with people that look like us and talk like us, and are ed the same education and same and same and same and same. Right. Is that is that the world that I literally want to leave her? Yeah. And um, and I got to tell you, man, it. it I, I do think it takes some pretty radical steps sometimes. Yeah, it does. Uh, because, because I think some people, um, like, intentionally move to neighborhoods where there is no diversity. Yeah. Where oh the, yeah. That's, there, where there yeah. is no poverty, where there is no struggle, where there is no pain, or I don't know. I don't know what the word is. Right. That's, that's not the way to say it. But I think. Um, if you're going to, you know, it, it, it's interesting. I know you're tired of me um, bringing up this <laughs> Jesus guy. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, you know, I, I love Jesus. But, I understand. You know, I understand. I mean, Here's yeah. the thing. He relocated. Right. He did not come down uh, as, you know, I'm going to save the world and I'm going to do it part time where maybe I'm just going to come down and then go back up to heaven and then come right. down and go back up. He he to me he he showed that you you have to live amongst you 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 can't just it's not us and them it's us right <laughs> but it's hard 
for it to be us if it if it actually isn't ever us. Right. Yeah. If you never understand, because like, you know, again, me and you both yeah. um, live in neighborhoods where uh, that everybody doesn't earn the same thing. Yeah. Everybody doesn't eat the same way. Everybody doesn't buy the same amount of stuff. But uh, but even with that though, Hugh, I would say that we we live in those neighborhoods because we we choose to. Yeah, we're no, intentional no. about doing that, and that's exactly. what people need to know about us. Like we're taking a bold step. What I just say, bold. To, to to step outside the box, you know, and live where we live. But don't we know every neighbor on the block? Man, imagine yeah. the people that don't live in them neighborhoods that they wish they had neighbors and community and could knock on the door and, you know, go sit on the porch and drink a Budweiser and just chill out. Yeah. And, you totally. know. And that's a it's, – it's very interesting. When you don't intentionally pursue diversity, there's so much of the world you're missing. Out. Yeah. And even in the flavor of food, right? Right. Uh, because, because there's also the idea that you grow up eating a certain food. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. People think I eat fried chicken all night, but I don't. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But, but you know, like I've recently started eating more Thai food, for example. Okay. I ain't there yet. I understand. But (laughs) But it, you know, it actually literally has to do with diversity. Yeah. And I, my my wife will tell you like at first I was like anti right not eating I'm yeah not, I, I don't like the taste of that yeah yeah have you tasted it well you know yeah so it it, it took me getting it, it took me taking a step and uh, and I think that's what it it does take um, I also think that the only way to know um, the hopes and the dreams and the struggles and the pains of someone else is to do life with them. Yeah, yeah. And and I've heard you say that the hopes, dreams, struggles, and pains that you have are actually not that different from some of your friends that don't look like you or smell like you or smell like you or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. There's probably a little bit worse than mine. On the cool, they just got some money to mask it. You know about that thing. You, You grew up in it. Oh, <laughs> fresh take. <laughs> you know, I think it is interesting when you begin to, when you go to a level that is soul and who we are as humans, you begin to realize that our fears are very similar. Yeah. Our pain is very similar. Yeah. We, we don't like betrayal. Yeah. We don't like rejection. We don't like to to feel like we don't fit those types of things. Like, right. That's not that has nothing to do with what race you are, how much money no, you make. Not at all. Where you eat, where you live. It's human. Yeah. And but if you're not willing to get into a space of diversity, then you're just judging people, whether that whether it's a difference in age or race or oh, whatever yeah. or economic it you're just judging their bubble from what's someone inside of your bubble has colored for you and for their bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I agree. And that doesn't really get us to a very productive place. Yeah, I agree. Um, so last thoughts on the power of diversity, man, I think the power of diversity is just, you know, when I think of a word, 
I think of strong. Uh, the power of diversity is so strong. And um, I am just reminded that um, we're not called to do life alone. Uh, we, are, we are called to community. Um, and because of diversity in my life, that's how I'm sitting at the podcast table with a white guy with some red hair <laughs> and some really cool glasses on right now um, because um, I'm being bold to step outside of the box to do something different. For somebody that I call my brother, I mean you're my brother, Hugh, and I yeah. love you. And yeah. so, yeah, that's what that's my that's my final thought. Well, I love it, and and I think you know we've talked about it. I think that uh, so I when I was younger, I created a word for my life, mm -hmm. and that word is helpful. I just I wanted to give my life to be helpful. Mm. And when I think about diversity, I think that I think yeah. diversity is helpful, man, for for a humanity that is hurting. Mm. And I think a lot of the hurt in humanity is related to the lack of diversity. Mm. So diversity is helpful mm. and is almost the antidote that we can lean into and then experience the fruit of if we're willing to. So. Mm. I love it, man. This was so great, Hugh, and it's just been so great um, uh, just doing this podcast today. Thank you again, listeners, for joining the Chocolate and Vanilla Podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Tune in Tuesdays to make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. If you like what you hear, follow us on Instagram at Watson Chocolate and at Hugh Breland. And come back next time because we will disrupt your day in a good way. Go!